And all the way now from the USA, we have the Ben Cote band. Hello, guys. Hi, how, how are you? Doing? How are you, Colin? We're good. You're a long, long way away. Whereabouts are you? Uh, Boston, Massachusetts, okay. United States. And it's uh, about um, 11 o'clock in the morning there, I guess, now. Uh, yes, sir. Yep. <laughs> okay, um, introduce yourselves. Who, who have we got around the table and uh, what, do you, what do you actually play and what do you do in the band? I am uh, Sam Mogul. I'm the drummer slash vocalist slash band bodyguard. Uh, that's what I do. <laughs> okay, who else is there? I am Maximum Overdrive, the bass player and resident moron of the band. And uh, finally? And I, I'm, I'm Ben Cody. I'm the guitar player and vocalist of the Ben Cody band. Okay. Looking through uh, some of your music and reading some of the information that's actually uh, on, the, on, on the internet, uh, I see that Ben and Sam have been friends and together for quite a long time. How did uh, Ben and Sam, how did you first meet? <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> now, there's a good question to start with. Yeah, so, um, I mean, back, back in high school, I mean, I was, I've been playing a band since I was, like, 15. I'd be forming bands and, and you know, playing around locally. And, yeah, I don't know about, about you know, England, but, but here in, in America, is, you know, they're pretty strict on, you know, where you can play when you're under 21, under the drinking age. So I was kind of limited on where I could play, so I was always trying to do as much as I could with what I could, and uh, I, I was probably around, I think I was 18, and I was in this one band called Three Mile Island, and uh, our drummer couldn't make it for for a show. Now, and, uh, Colin, are you familiar with the term Eskimo Cousins? Right. No, no, not, not, not at all. No all right, idea. We'll forget, we'll forget about that, then. We'll forget about that. You can explain uh, it. I, it's, it's something for a later date, I think. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, sorry. Um, so uh, basically, the the lead singer of the the band called Three Mile Island that I was in at the time, uh, she said, "Oh, uh, my my ex boyfriend, because it was a, a female female lead singer, you know, my ex boyfriend is a is an awesome drummer. Maybe he can fill in for this gig because our drummer wasn't wasn't available. So uh, you know, we uh, I met up with Sam and just really hit it off right away, and then." Uh, he filled in for the gig, and then right after that gig, Sam and I kind of went off and formed our own band, which eventually took form into the Ben Cody band over the years. Okay. Yeah, we just kind of clicked right away when we jammed. So I've been I've been jamming with other musicians around my, my area for a while, and one of the problems I've always seemed to run into is, uh, you know, musicians that play for themselves, not so much the song. Yep, yep. And uh, right away, when just when we did our first little practice rehearsal, I don't know if you can even call it a rehearsal, more of just a jam to see if we clicked. Right away, I was just like, this is this is fantastic playing with a guitarist who can handle himself and throw in chops, but knows how to play for the song and make the song tasty, and not just go, all right, it's totally guitar time, nothing but solos. You know what I mean? He, he's a musician, not just a guitar player. And, and right. we clicked right away. We're both big fans of, you know, 60s, 70s, and 80s music. We were jamming to, uh, you know, Zeppelin and Van Halen, and it was great to have someone that knows the songs and the arrangements and isn't just like, oh, look, I can do the solo, so now I'm the greatest. But 
Okay, yeah, and, ben, and Ben also writes the material as well. The first, um, the first time I heard of you was when I received in the in the post the Wax and Plastic um, album, really, 13 tracks on it, which I think was mainly a demo, was it? Yeah, because uh, what happened was, you know, I, I go to a Berkeley College of Music, and my, when you enter Berkeley, it's part of the, the tuition. You get uh, a MacBook computer with all this recording software and an interface. So Wax and Plastic was basically... Um, <laughs> Me going, oh, I, I have a means to record now. Let's let's fool around with this and figure out how to do it. So uh, at this this point in time, uh, Sam and I didn't even have a bass player at that point. So we just basically set up uh, like a little recording studio in, in my parents' house, and uh, we just had one one overhead mic on the drums and one mic on my guitar amp. Recorded all the tracks pretty much live. Then we overdubbed a bass track, overdubbed some more guitar tracks and the vocal tracks. So it was, it was very like listen, looking back and listening to it, it's like oh my god, like the production on this is horrible. But we really we didn't know what we were doing, and uh, I think <laughs> as far as you know, songwriters and arrange, well, songwriting and arranging goes, and even I guess producing, we just kind of we're teaching ourselves and learning our own way. So I think it was it was important to to go through Definitely. that. And it was, we learned a lot from it, but that's I look at it as it was just a learning experience. It wasn't really much much of a an album. It was, oh, it was definitely, definitely a demo. Definitely a demo. I did, still... I did notice on there as well that you did have a bass player, a Sam McNally. Was he just a temporary? Uh, uh, Dave McNally. Yeah, he, he, we uh, we got him at the very end of recording the album. So so he is uh, on like I think one or two of the songs on bass, but the majority of, of bass on on that demo is is myself and Sam. Okay, I was going to play a track from uh, Wax and Plastic that ended actually ended up on the Order Up EP, which we're going to talk about a bit later on. But just before we play some music, because I'm sure the listeners are waiting to hear some music, tell us a little bit about Berkeley College. It sounds quite oh, interesting. It's, oh, it's, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's really it is the center of the music universe, in my opinion. It is, I think, it's hands down the it's it's the the best music college in the world, and you know, very. Uh, grateful and I'm lucky enough to be able to go there and that's, that's where I met uh, Max Zewitt, uh, our bass player he, go, he goes to Berkeley as well and um, you know it's really uh, it's great because it's very challenging but at the same time you know you learn a lot the name goes far away and uh, it's just the, the connections and networking you meet through Berkeley is, is amazing I mean our producer that we have now Dave Minahan who he, he's been voted the best rock producer in Boston for the past I don't know how many consecutive years. He's a phenomenal, phenomenal musician, great producer, great guy. I met him through one of my teachers at Berkeley, and it's just, it's 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 a very very uh, creative environment. Okay, uh, I mentioned by artists and musicians. <laughs> I mentioned the uh, the wax and plastic uh, album or, or, or demo, and uh, as I say, a few tracks from that actually do appear on the Order Up EP. This particular track is Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Uh, which I'm going to play in a second, but can you tell us a little bit about that song, how it came about? Uh, so Sam and I had just finished recording our album with uh, the band that we were in before, the Ben Cody band. It was called Tamarius, and uh, we recorded a full-length album with them. And uh, at this point, uh, our lead singer at the time, uh, her name was Chelsea Spinner, uh, she ended up moving to uh, California to go to college out, out there, and that's you know, the other side of America. So like, all right, uh, I guess, you know, we'll, we'll take over. I'll, I'll take over as lead singer then. 
So uh, we were uh, we were just in Sam's basement, just jamming, and I had this one little guitar riff that I was kind of playing around with, and uh, we just kind of jammed it out, and we came up with an arrangement for it, and then I, I just kind of scribbled down some lyrics real fast. So lyrically, it's not, I, I think, the best. You know, we started, if I'm lyrics. not mistaken, we started jamming to that, and then we recorded it on the Tascam so we wouldn't forget it. Right? Yeah, yeah, we recorded it on this little, this old eight-track player, just <laughs> so we didn't forget the riff. And yeah, it was just, it was kind of one of the spur of the moment. It's much more, uh, the music, musical side of it, I think, was a lot, lot better than the, the lyrical side. Cause, yeah. Uh, ben was like, I've got this riff I've been working on a little bit. I'm, you know, I don't know if you want to jam to it, see what you think about it. Literally, he went right into it, and like. I just had like a stupid grin on my face. I was like, yeah, this is this is my kind of riff. I like this. I've got you know a million ideas for what I want to do on the drums for it. And uh, yeah, that song just ended up. Okay, we'll hear it. Do you want to do you want to introduce it, guys? Let's hear it. Do you want to introduce it? Sure. Uh, so we were on a Colin Noble's Unside Band show on ARFM. We're the Ben Cody Band, and this song is called Horseshoes and Hand Grenades.
That's the Ben Cody band from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades from the Order Up EP. And uh, they're joining me on the line. Are you still there, guys? Yes, oh, sir. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we have uh, we have our new lead singer Dan Whitelock. I was just going to mention that the first time, as I say again, when I came across the band, it was a three-piece band with obviously Ben lead guitar and lead vocals. Um, why now become a four-piece? Was it just to give Dan uh, a, more of a presence and also to give Ben a chance to uh, concentrate on the guitar more rather than singing? Why was uh, Dan involved? Ab- absolutely, because uh, you know, being being a guitar player, you know. Trying to be the lead singer as well. It's uh, you know, I kind of had to like dumb down a lot of my guitar parts, and I've always wanted to be more like the the Jimmy Page or the Joe Perry kind of, you know, focusing more on the guitar. And and you know, it's it was almost like we were lacking something as far as like you know, I, I feel like we needed a, a front person, front man in the front. And you know, and Dan Dan goes to Berkeley with us as well, and uh, I met up with him and kind of hit it off. So so hello, Dan. Are you there? Yes, how's it going? I'm, I'm great. Um, what do you think of the band? How did you get involved? Did you, did you did you meet them straight away? Did you see them when they were three-piece and thinking to yourself, what I'd like to join them? How did it, how did it all come about? Yeah, well, uh, I actually, I, uh, I met Ben uh, playing in another band, and, uh, and I had seen, uh, you know, I I'd seen their band around on uh, you know, social media and stuff, and uh, I, I saw the flyers up at Berkeley all the time. I said, oh, cool, they look like, you know, they, they play the kind of st- same kind of stuff I like. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, so then we wound up talking, and uh, and we did, like, the one gig at Berkeley, and then uh, and they asked me, hey, you want to, like, join the band full-time? And I was like, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, it's been great so far. Yeah, this, what, can pe- what can people expect when they come and see you uh, see, see you live? Do you, I mean, I know you actually do um, your own music, but do you, do you throw in a few covers as well? I know I know it's difficult nowadays to, to, to play somewhere and just solely play your own music, so do you throw in a few covers? Oh, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. fill in time, we... we throw down some covers as well too you know people can expect you know pretty much like a, a just a solid mix of you know a couple originals couple of covers couple originals just to keep people going too you know it's always good to have songs that people do recognize just so you can get those drunk idiots that you know <laughs> we love <Yeah>. our fans <laughs> they're just great songs is um is max hey. there is, is max the bass player there Hello. Hello, Max. How are you doing? Doing great. Like like most uh, sort of uh, well-known bands, um, somebody has to be the last one to join. And I guess, was you the last one to join this outfit? Well, technically, Dan. Yeah, Dan, yeah, Dan, yeah, Dan's I'm, I'm, the last I'm one. The but... newest one yeah. Okay, but, uh, but when it was a three-piece, um, because you, you were the sort of last one to join as a bass player, yeah? Because you've had yeah, d- different bass players. One. Pardon? Yeah, we have kind of burnt through bassists. I was gonna, I was, yeah, I was gonna mention um, the bass player that actually sung "Perfect, uh, Perfect Sun," Brian. Perfect sin. Perfect sin. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's Brian. He uh, unfortunately just. Uh, I think I think it was too much of a commitment for him. Yep. Yeah, I understand. Yep. Yep. He uh, he has much much more important things to be doing with his free time, so he just he couldn't. Uh, he couldn't balance being in a full-time band. He's just so, so busy with all his important things. Very, very important man. Okay. Um, the other thing, obviously, we're going to play uh, Perfect Sin in a minute, and uh, and here is uh, his vocal on it. But, Ben, how when, when you do your songwriting, how do the songs come to you? Do you just sort of dream them, or do, they, do you put them together in the studio, or you've got a little book? How do you actually put the songs together? How do you write them, things? 
it's usually just from from just kind of noodling on my own in my room for a while. Like you, you just kind of noodle around, and then you you find a riff or something that that you like, and then you just kind of go from there. And then I always I've always kind of been more of like the on the music writing on the music side of it rather than the lyrics. I've never really considered myself a very good lyricist, but um, yeah, usually it's just from kind of noodling around on guitar for you know all night, and then. You come up with you know a bunch of riffs and they're like oh you know maybe I can turn turn this into a song I can use this here this will be a good bridge in a song here and then then usually I you know I'd write the music first and then like all right well this music sounds kind of sad maybe I'll write some sad lyrics to it or this this kind of so, sounds like a real so so the music so the music the music comes first then and the lyrics sort of second really yeah usually yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, I know every song's different. You know, I, I try not to make like a formula. And then you with, just play it. And you, then you just play it to the guys in the uh, in the studio when you go to record it. Do they, do they add anything to it, or do you, is it just solely as you as you as you put it down? Oh, absolutely. I think everyone has their their input on it too. Because usually I'll I'll because uh, I have kind of like a little bit of a I wouldn't call it a studio here, but it's just you know I got I got you know my my amps kind of mic'd up into to garage band, so I'll I'll record like little little noodles so I don't forget them and then I'll show it show it to the band and then we'll jam it out for a while and then the, the song really okay. takes shape. We're, we're going to play uh, Perfect Sin now with uh, the, the, the ex-bass player on uh, lead vocals. Uh, can you let us, let us know something about this song, how, how it came about? Uh, this was one that um, Sam and I really kind of were jamming on, on really just jamming. And, uh, yeah, just goofing around and all of a sudden our goofing around jam just started to take a very consistent shape and uh, it had, you know, recognizable changes and turnarounds. And we just kind of stopped and we're like, Oh, let's just make an arrangement real quick and try jamming through it and see how it sounds. And there you go. That's how songs are made. Okay. I think we should hear it. This is the Ben Cote band with um, Brian Abalo on uh, bass guitar and lead vocals, who's sadly no longer with the band. This is perfect sin.
Ben Conybeard there and a perfect sin from the Order Up EP. The the EP, guys, how long did it take to record? Uh, I think about four days in total. We did, a, we did like two days in the studio and then we did like two more days in the studio like a month later. And I think it was like one more half day just to, to mix everything. And uh, if people need to get hold or would like to get hold of the EP, what's the easiest way they can get hold of it? Uh, it's, it's on iTunes. You just look up the Ben Cody band on iTunes, you'll, you'll find it. Okay. Have you got any uh, live gigs coming up? Anything um, where people, it's, uh, obviously, where are you? Uh, Boston, is it? You're, you're near Boston? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're right near Boston. So have you got any uh, live, any gigs coming up? Yeah, our next show isn't until August 13th. We're playing at, in uh, Worcester, Massachusetts. And, My um, stomping ground. Yes, yeah, where Sam's from. Okay, which, uh, okay. Um, I know you're probably very, very busy taking up uh, with music, but the, the, there's four of you there. What hobbies have you got? Any interests outside uh, outside music and keep it clean? <laughs> oh, in that case. <laughs> uh, not really so much for me. Pretty much all, all I do is just play guitar for the most part. I don't know. Okay, Dan, what, any, any interests? I'm uh, Sam the drummer here speaking. Okay, Sam. Pretty big into uh, like you know fitness, exercise, nutrition, dieting, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I used to be a, a scrawny little you know I was like 125, 130 pounds. You know, wind would blow too hard and I'd start losing balance. <laughs> and uh, I just decided, you know, what, I'm gonna start you know training until I feel like I'm gonna faint and eating until I feel like I'm gonna puke and I'm probably going to gain some some solid weight if I do that. Well, that's, and, that, uh, that sure is some some hobby. Um, Dan, the, uh, the 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 new member of the band, um, any interest outside singing or music or anything? Oh yeah, um, you know I um uh, I, I'm into like comedy, stand up, stuff like that. Um, okay, favorite uh, comedian? Come on, favorite comedian. Hmm. Uh, probably Sam Kinison. Okay. Yep. I've heard of him. Or dice, you know, dice like the, the like the eighties cats. Okay, and Max, any hobbies? Anything? Any interests outside playing bass? I'm mainly a guitar player, but you say World of Warcraft? No, shut up. Um, <laughs> I'm usually a computer nerd. I'll I rip apart my computer on a weekly basis and then tinker with it. So you get a lot of friends sort of saying to you, um, "This is broken down. Can you fix this?" Oh, yeah. Everyone comes to me like, my computer broke. This oh, yeah. Actually, that reminds me. Uh, my computer's broken. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. So we're getting very near to the end of this uh, this little interview, this little uh, Ben Cody Band special. Uh, the final track I'd like to play is A Hollywood Angel. Um, you said earlier on uh, when we were talking off air that you thought it was the best cut off of the, the EP. Why was that? Uh, I just think, you know, songwriting-wise, definitely definitely the, uh, the pop hit or I should say hit like you know the, the pop sounding song I think you know for people that aren't really into hard rock or metal this is going to be the song that they can still you know is this, like and listen to is this song catchy is this song popular when you when you when you play it live when you do gigs is it a very popular oh, yeah. song oh yeah yeah usually usually it's a good and how easy how 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 going live how easy was it for Dan to take over lead vocals to, to sort of, you know, get into this, learn the songs, basically? Was it very easy, Dan? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's all like very stylistically stuff that I already, 
you know, am very familiar with doing. Um, so yeah, I think it was a great fit, you know. Um, that vocal style is like what I already do, so it, it seemed and, to work perfectly. And were the regular fans quite surprised when you suddenly became a four-piece band? Well, we haven't really had like an official gig yet. Ah, with, okay. With, so it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we announced it on on, uh, on Facebook, and and on Facebook we got a, a really good response. Fast, we got a lot of likes on it, a lot of comments. You know, people excited. But uh, we, we played one one show with Dan at Berkeley College of Music just a few weeks ago. It's kind of like just to, you know, test the waters and everything, and it worked out. So our first official gig with, with Dan is uh, August 13th. So get ready, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so where can they, just one more time, where can they uh, see you as a four-piece first then? Where, where are you going to be playing first as a four-piece? Uh, August 13th, we're playing at Beatnik's Pub. In Worcester, Massachusetts. Okay, I wish I could come oh, along, but I'm yeah. too far away. Yeah, yes. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try. We'll try to do a a, a British yeah, tour. Yeah, I, I do someday. come. I, I I go to uh, Baltimore, and I've been to the states a few times. So next time I go, I might just try and slip in Boston, just so I can come along and say hello. Oh, absolutely. That's a fantastic um, idea. Right. So, Hollywood Angel. Uh, before we go, and before we play it, how did that come about, and what's it about? I actually, I, I wrote that song when I was like 16, and uh, yeah, that, that was actually, because I know I, I said I usually write the music first, but that one I actually had the lyrics kind of simultaneously. I mean, the chord progressions is a really, you know, basic kind of pop four chord progression, but um, it, it was... Uh, it'll work once. Yeah, yeah, it'll work once, it'll work every time. But uh, yeah, I, just, I had the lyrics, and it was kind of, it's, it's basically about... You know, that whole and a Hollywood cliche of, you know, the stardom and all the glitter and glam that's... Hey, kid, I'll make you a stunt. Yeah, the, you know, the, the, the fake, the fake uh, facade of Hollywood. Okay, all right. I understand exactly where you're coming from. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for being here on uh, ARFM. Thank you for uh, joining me on the Unsigned Show. Did you enjoy it? Oh, absolutely. oh, yeah, thank you for having Thank you so much. This was awesome. I'd love to, love to do it again sometime. Yeah, um, we'll try and do it again sometime. When you get some more new music out, we'll, we'll, we'll do it all over again. I hope the listeners understand that this is going through Skype and it's going through a lot of channels to get to uh, the USA. But I think the quality is going to be okay. So I think we'll play the final song now. So thank you very much, guys. Bye-bye. Oh, thank, right, you. thank you. Bye, Colin. Bye.